Gather round goblins, gather round ghouls, gather round pumpkin heads, gather round fools, for I've got a tale to tell of last Halloween night, and if you live through the fear, you might still die of fright. There'll be vampire bats drinking your blood, and nameless things hiding under your bed. Strange pale girls with spiders in their hair, and a phantom Hessian in search of his head. All the night folk have gathered around the jack-o'-lantern's glow to hear Halloween tales of terror on the Horrible Show. Welcome, horrible viewers. Tonight on The Horrible Show, we present to you the hauntingly true tale of goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween. And are you in for a treat? That's right, horrible viewers. Tonight we drag all the gibbering ghoulies, goblins, and ghosties of last Halloween out of their shallow graves and Ouija board them until they talk and tell us every dark, dirty tale of last Halloween. So join us, your morbidly perverted host, that frightfully fanged femme fatale, and Dracula's only daughter, Vampire Mary. And that furiously furry, freaky, and flatulent wolfman, Horrible Ben. We hope you all had a hauntingly horrifying Halloween with lots of moaning and screaming, because we sure did, and we can't wait to splatter you with every devilishly dirty detail. Speaking of splattering, my dear, have you ever heard of the Pasadena Pumpkin Smasher? They say he's a hunchback, googly-eyed goblin who prowls around Pasadena and surrounding neighborhoods on Halloween night, smashing every unlit pumpkin he finds. Oh, he sounds like a delightfully deranged little delinquent. Tell me more. Some folks think he's just a bunch of teenage pranksters. Pumpkin smashing punks up to no good. Others think the pumpkin smasher is just an urban myth. A shadowy, sinister boogeyman used to frighten misbehaving jack-o'-lanterns and snot-nosed ankle biters. But to those who have seen the villainous rascal at work, they know better. I met a little old lady in Pasadena once, in a donut shop. She spit and swore that she'd seen the goblin prowling about on many a Halloween night. Yep, that old coffin dodger told me that even if you don't see the little fiend, you know he's around because he stinks like a shithouse skunk. Charming. So remember, horrible viewers, keep them jack-o'-lanterns lit on Halloween night. And if you've seen the Pasadena Pumpkin Smasher, or any other ghouls, <clears throat> Goblins, ghosts, or skunk apes, we'd love to hear your story. You can always find us on our website, thehorribleshow.com, or on our Instagram, at horribleshowpod. Now, horrible viewers, turn the lights down low, sit on a rusty thumbtack, and have a drink from your favorite vein, and join us as we exhume Uncle Pigger's mysterious, macabre, and monstrously mad Halloween casket of wriggling weird wonder. It's going to be fantastic. But first, a word from one of our sponsors. Good evening, fiends, and welcome to the Tomb of Tomes. I am your living dead librarian, Ichabod Moundshroud. And tonight's tome is... 
A River of Lost Souls by J.C. Cooksey. A River of Lost Souls is a shadow-haunted tale of sinister purpose with plenty of skeletons in its closet. Insidious insanity. Bloody murder. Suicide. And a family curse most foul will leave you gasping for breath as you are dragged down into the drowning depths by the cold, clutching grasp of La Liorna. A River of Lost Souls by J.C. Cooksey. Purchase your copy now at Off-Limit Press or other fine purveyors of ghastly ghost stories. Once again, this is Ichabod Mound Shroud, your living dead librarian, reminding you, don't be a kook, read a book. Tomb of Tomes is brought to you by Ghouls in the Graveyard for higher education and literacy in the graveyard. Thank you. Welcome back, horrible viewers. Every October, we like to creepy crawl as many haunts as we can. And this last October, two of our favorites were the hardcore haunt, The 17th Door, and the other was 2023's best-rated haunt, Reign of Terror. If you've never heard of The 17th Door, it is probably the most extreme legal haunt anywhere. Their advisory warning states, You may be exposed to or come in contact with insects, touching, projectiles, electrical shock, claustrophobia, moving floors, large amounts of water, fog, lasers, dizziness, loud noises, foul scents, strobe lighting, extreme temperature, physical restraints, and suffocation. It's torturous fun for the whole family. Reign of Terror has been scaring the pee out of folks since 1999 with over 28,000 feet of floor space and 138 bone-chilling rooms. They have 10 different scare zones within their haunted halls, with everything from evil clowns to zombies prowling every shadow-haunted corner. Reign of Terror is as good or as better than Universal Horror Nights or Not Scary Farm at half the cost and much shorter lines. 17th Door came back this year with a lot of changes compared to last year. Uh, what were your favorite uh, changes from this year to last year? Um, I, oh, the, okay, it was indoors, which I'm going to be real honest, I didn't really like. Like, the waiting part. It was a very different waiting experience. So 17th Door changed locations. I believe where they're at now is permanent. They're going to add a, um, a, a no escape room, a theater, and I think something else. Um, so before you waited outside in like a jailhouse like gate kind of thing, the new one, you're inside. And the, the wait was shorter, but it was not as uh, dramatic. It was much more organized, I think. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just comparing to our two experiences at 17th Door. But, yeah, I don't know. I liked the outside waiting a little bit better. I don't know why. I just did. It felt very... You're in a mall. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there weren't um, as many cages up. It was not as anxiety-inducing. Yeah, so that is for sure. so the 
like waiting to get in was but I did like the tunnel to walk into it. Yeah, you have to walk down this like mazy tunnel to get into it and like that part was like creepy as shit. Yeah, it was creepy. There's clowns hanging around with uh stun guns waiting to zap you, which I think was the, the worst zap I got that night. Uh or at least the second worst was from a clown in that hallway in the that tunnel. It was fun though. Um so the line was shorter, which was pretty cool, but it was not as uh, dramatic. Well, or, also, take into consideration, we did do VIP. Yeah. Did we? Yes, we did. We did the no wait, so yeah, I think that contributed to shorter wait time. Uh, so, so then you, you go in. Going in is, is fairly, like, once you actually go through the, 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 the door to go into it uh, after the line, it was fairly similar, and then... This year, it, it did not, I don't think it was as uh, intense as last year's, but there were still some really good rooms. It wasn't as intense, I think, but it was more fun. Like, right off the bat, as soon as we went in, tell them what happened to you in the barber's chair, Benjamin. Oh, I got a big, lovely M for Mary shaved into the back of my yes, head. Yes, it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, when you go into the barber's room, they don't, you can't get through the barber's room unless someone has some hair somewhere shaved. Uh, if you sit in any of the, there's two barber chairs. If you sit in a barber chair, you're getting something shaved. But they tell you you don't move on until someone volunteers to uh, get something shaved off of them. So I, uh, I, I bit the bullet and braved it this time. I got something shaved off of me. Yes, that was it was great because you we needed to shave your head anyway. So yep, might as well. And uh, the guy did a fairly good job of making a yeah, good. giant M in the back of my head. Yeah, it was real nice. Um, they took away the electric chairs, which I think were the most... A genius idea, really. Fuck those chairs. Terrifying, painful experience uh, I've ever had in a haunted house. Yeah, I don't like those chairs. I hated those chairs. Fuck um, those chairs. <laughs> yeah, I was dreading it and looking forward to seeing them again this year. It was kind of weird. Uh, so they got rid of those. They're actually, inside, there was a lot less electrocution and a lot less water this year. Um, but there was more, like, getting into lockers. and. Yeah, I didn't like the, um, you got into a chamber or some situation, and then they put, like, a hose on your face, and um, that hurt my nose. Was oh, that the one that sucks the air out of you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was early on. It's like a decontamination. And they're like, but they took out my favorite room, which I was really upset about. Which one? The one where you fall into the ball pit. Yeah. They didn't have that one this year, and it was really upsetting. Um, but they did, they brought back the room where you, they, you're against the wall, and they bring down this, like, sheet of, like, plastic that sucks tight against your body and like you can't breathe and uh that was kind of neat i didn't do that one i did that one i chickened out of that one i chickened out of all the lockers because i i knew as soon as they put us against the wall and i saw what was above our heads what was gonna happen and i was like nope and i didn't do that one so (laughs) the the oxygen like it puts you in there and it puts this sheet of plastic over you and you're kind of tied against the wall and so it's hard to breathe for you're really only in it for maybe 30 seconds, I think. Um, if you put your head down, if you put your chin against your chest, it creates a little air pocket in there so you can breathe. So that's what I did, you know, to, to, to cheat the system. Uh, what I was not expecting was there was electrodes in the wall that shocked my back and my ass. 
So uh, paybacks were a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't do that one. No regrets. Um, and then they they had the um, the firing squad room. That was always again. fun. Yeah, so they bring you into a room and they put you up against the wall and they put an executioner's hood over you and um, you get shot like in a firing squad. These these uh, these hard rubber balls and they must shoot like fucking. What do you think? Like a hundred. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's it's a lot of balls. It's it's yeah. at least sixty. They you 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 just get lit up with these fucking things, um, and then they take you to another room, and then from that room they take you into another room, and the 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 second room they take you into, you get to shoot the people in the um, executioner spot, and you know where it hurts, so you get to shoot them where it hurts. Uh, well, surprisingly, it wasn't the head. The back of the legs fucking hurts. Um, anything near the testiculars is a little frightening. Um, was there a spot on you that was particularly uh, ouchy? Um, my legs, especially yeah. like the back. Back of the legs sucked. For yeah. pretty much any, every, every torture pain thing they have there, the back of the legs is the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh... There was a cockroach room. Oh, yeah, there was the cockroach room. There was the dead animal room, right? The tumbler was there this time, right? Yeah, the tumbler, and it was much oh, yeah. more organized. Tumbler was fun. Uh, so you go into this room, and there's clowns in the room, two clowns. And the room spins, but but like it'll, it'll make one turn. So now the, the, what is it, the floor becomes the wall. And like, if that makes sense, like the... The ceiling eventually becomes the floor. Like, it just keeps... It, it goes one full rotation, but it does it in turns. For each wall becomes uh, turned underneath you. That was a little bit more organized. Um, I think I got slammed around a little bit more on that one this year than last year. Yeah, that one's fun. I like that one. Um, what was the last room? The ball pit. Oh, that's right. This is f- fucked up. Uh, genius engineering. Uh, the last room was you go into this fucking room, and uh, there's a clown in the room with you, and then in a, through a little window you can see another clown DJ like playing music, and they're playing like what do you call that? Boom 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 boom. Fucking I don't know. Like rave music. Sure. Clown rave clown music. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and. Um, they they get you like like you're like you're shaking your hands up and down and like you're enjoying this thing and I'm looking around going like what is the what is the I thought we we're gonna have to crawl through something I'm trying to figure out like what what is the where's the part where this fucking gets turned sideways and gets fucked up and then um, the clown in the room with you yells something about balls and all of a sudden from above you in the ceiling balls like you know like Chuck E Cheese ball pit balls. Those kind of balls, so like they're 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 big, like like four or five inch black rubber fucking balls. They're soft. They're not hard or anything. Um, just like balling at Chuck E. Cheese or one of those kind of things. Um, actually, probably even bigger and softer balls than that. They weren't hard plastic. They were they were rubber. You're saying balls a lot. Yeah, uh, it was the ballroom. <laughs> they just start and, and they and they just start pouring out of the ceiling, right? And it, and they just start filling the room, and they come up to your knees. So like everyone in the room has has 
fucking balls up to their knees. And that was the first inkling of, oh, this is going to be fucked. Because you suddenly realize how hard it is to move your legs. And then it fills up to your waist. And then you can, like, you're stuck. Like, everything below your waist, you can't move. Not, I mean, a little bit, but not really. Because, like, the balls create enough density in the room, plus everyone else move, trying to move it around, trying to fight it, pushes the balls against you. So it just makes it really hard to move. And they just keep coming and coming. And then when it gets up to around your neck is the first moment of panic, I think. That's when I first start to go like, oh, fuck, they're going to go over my head. Uh-huh. Right? So then you're trying to come up with a plan like, what am I going to do to try to keep these things off my head? So you start like flipping balls with your hands, but everyone's doing it. So balls are just now they're just they're pouring out of the fucking ceiling and everyone's flailing in their arms or, or just their hands, whatever they have still sticking out of the. The, the trap to try to keep their, their heads clear. Uh, I hit my glasses and I knew I had to stop. I'm going to knock my glasses off my face and lose them in this pit. And you can't, you can't really move. You're fucking totally stuck. Um, just this pressure against your body. And it doesn't hurt or anything. And it, it's almost silly because it's these fucking stupid rubber balls. Um, if you were ever at Chuck E. Cheese and you sank to the bottom and had a hard time getting back up, that's what it felt like, but you were standing. You just couldn't get any emotion, and then the balls go over your head. There's nothing you could do. They're going to go over your head. They just, they fill the entire room. And then you can still see, because in between the balls, like a little bit of light comes in and stuff like that, so you can kind of see in between each part of the balls where they touch or where they don't touch, I guess. And... um you realize how completely trapped you are. You could breathe fine. You could see nothing's compressing you. You just can't push back it against it enough to make any movement. Um, how did you feel about that one? <clears throat> that was a very dramatic retelling. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> how did you feel about it? Um, I thought I was going to <clears throat> die. When it got up to above my head and it didn't stop... I got scared. Like, legitimately, I felt fear. <laughs> I didn't know. It, it, I didn't know what was going to you, you can't really move anymore. Like, you can move your hands, kind of, but that's really it. Uh, you might be able to move, like, a half inch here or there. And, and while you're trapped, all you could hear is other people yelling and more and more balls just dropping above you. For a second, I was very confused... <clears throat> As to how we were going to get out, um, I thought that we were all just going to drop into a ball pit. But then that wouldn't make any sense because they wouldn't drop 10 people in a tight space and have them fall on top of each each other. other. And then as soon as, you know, you're like, this is it. I'm going to fucking die. There's like a trap door on the bottom that opened up. Next to the where the clown was standing. Yeah. And then the balls actually spill out of that trap door faster than they fell in on top of you. Yeah, it was... It was um, like, like, the balls raining down on you probably takes, what do you think, two minutes? A minute? It felt, like, much longer. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a while. Because, like, in the music's blasting, it, it, it felt like a minute and a half to, to fill the tank up. And it emptied out in probably 30 seconds. And then you walk out. And uh, that was pretty cool. Sweet, sweet release. <clears throat> so that was definitely a lot of fun. Would you say that was your favorite room? 
This year? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The ballroom was uh, it was terrifying. It was genius. It was definitely my favorite room. That was a good one. Looking back, looking forward to checking out uh, next year, or this year, 2024. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the no escape room sounds terrifying. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, We're going to have to do all of the 17th door stuff. The theater. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with the theater. Um, Reign of Terror um, was pretty rad this year. Uh, they did some more changes to it. And, uh, a lot of it was much... I mean, it, it was always great, but it felt like they, they, they did some improvements to make a lot of things look a lot better. Um, I think we went, like, three times this season, no? Yeah, that sounds right. And I made the mistake of taking my mother to one of them. It did not go well. We don't talk about it. On <laughs> <laughs> um, um, in a similar note, um, this season, I think every time we went, somebody, not just one somebody, but like like two or three people would like chicken out part way through. Um, when when the night your mom went, the that girl in front of us was like, all like, fucking panic attack, freaked out, and ha- they had to take her out. Well, I did not get to witness that because I was. Oh yeah, she was like hyperventilating and shit. <clears throat> and her friends fucking happily laughed and left her. The thing I like about Reign of Terror is no matter how many times we go, though we know like the like, the rooms and what you know, the themes are and what's going to happen. There's always something that's different. And there's always something where you think you know where someone's going to pop out of or what's going to happen. There's always something that gets you. Yeah. uh, Just because of how the lines move, you might have missed something or your head might have been turned one way or whatever. And then, like, it's never the same ride twice. And and every time we've gone, even three times in one season, uh... There's always some cool new thing that, that you didn't see last time to catch up. Uh, they did a really good job this year. And not to give anything, not too much away to anybody that maybe has not gone to it yet, but I'm really into the train that they've brought in. The last couple of times that we've gone, there's this train. Do you know the train? Yeah. The train fucking rules. The train was cool. The, the first time we went through... I was behind the train, so I kind of saw it happen, but I, it, I didn't get to experience it. And the second time we went, I got to be in front of the train, and mm-hmm. it was rad. Yes, um, like the I like the minor thing where the where the explosions and the the floor drops and stuff. It's not my favorite theme room, but it's definitely the most fun room to walk through, just because <clears throat> there's so much going on. My favorite, and it's been my favorite every time we go and I kind of know where it is but by the time I'm going through it I usually forget to look there is like a black body suited long fingered demon thing up in the ceiling that reaches down through a trap door in the roof Yep. and uh, it gets me every fucking time I see it I'm always I always try to go in looking for it somehow always forget to look for it uh, and that's it's got me twice, but it's rad also watching it come down and get the people in front of you or whatever. One time I was looking directly <clears throat> at it, and it still got me. 
Yeah. So Rain of Terror and Rain of Terror. Every time we go, uh, we get a shirt. Yep. And I think Rain of Terror has some of the coolest merch um, for like uh, the horror uh, scare house haunted house genre stuff. I I. I when you finally get out, I look forward to their their merch section, yes. and we usually spend way too much there. That's true. We got cool pens, pens, ri- writing pens. Oh yes, we got fuck you pens. Yeah, and then uh, I got the new shirt. What else did we get? I got a hoodie. Oh, and a hoodie. Yeah. Did we get? Did we get some kind of candy there one time? Uh, Is that where we got the chocolate fingers? Uh, yeah. They had chocolate. They look like real fingers. They look like real human fingers. Uh, but they're... Chocolate. Chocolate. Delicious. Yep. Almost better than the real thing. <laughs> so those were our two favorite. Uh, Hello? My favorite scary movie. Hmm, what movies did we see in 2023? Oh, we saw a lot of movies in 2023. We saw Last Voyage of the Demeter, Infinity Pool, Skinnerinka Rinky Doo, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saw X. Mm-hmm. Scream Six. Thanksgiving. Talk to Me. Evil Dead. Winnie the Pooh. Blood and Honey. Renfield, Pope's Exorcist, The Boogeyman, that Stephen King one, uh, Cobweb, Satanic Hispanics, Haunted Mansion, Knock at the Cabin Door, probably more than that, too. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Didn't we watch also, um, No One Will Save You? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about the worst and then let's let's um, talk about our favorites. Uh, no one that was, was probably the worst. One. Yeah, no one saved you. <laughs> that movie was fucking trash. Let me tell you what I'm tired of. I'm tired of people hyping up all these movies, all these trash movies, and then all of these trash movies. There's a whole lot going on with really nothing happening. Yeah, I think what there is is there is a um, people who watch a lot of Netflix, and, but they're not particularly horror fans or whatever. And then something different pops up, and they just fucking go stupid for it, even though it's trash. Yeah, I really don't understand it. Like, how can you watch something where nothing is happening? And nothing makes sense and say it's a good movie. Well, so, so you're watching all this stuff and you're like, oh, shit, there's got to be a great payoff. And then the payoff is just like uh, just trash. Like that movie felt like um, the writer and the director was just so into themselves, so into that this story is going to be so rad that they stopped paying attention to like. It making sense at having a good ending um like six cents had a great you know ending signs had a great ending um th- there's movies that you build up for and then have a great ending and uh that one there was all this build up and then the ending was like nonsense just stupid 
Like, we all like aliens. Aliens are cool and scary. They have their moment. But they didn't do anything really with it. I, at least I didn't feel. No. It was, it felt like uh, the director was just like telling a story about masturbation. Mm, that would be more interesting. Um, another one that I know was kind of, some people liked it and a lot of people really didn't like it was Skin Marink. We went and saw that one in the theater. Yes. And um, it was a really interesting concept. Uh, it probably would be scarier at home at 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. by yourself. Yeah, I agree. That's <coughs> not a movie to watch in the theater. Watch that at home with all the lights off, with nobody fucking chewing on popcorn and trying to go to the bathroom every five seconds. Yeah, um, the, the that movie is so quiet. That, like, you could hear everybody chewing their popcorn. You could hear every rustle of, of paper or shuffle of feet or whatever. I remember trying to chew, like, as quietly as possible. Uh, that was another movie <coughs> that had no payoff, really. And let me tell you what I really think of that movie. Let's hear it. <laughs> I think they did a really, really great job building suspense because you kind of psych yourself out with what you think is going to happen but guess what nothing fucking happened the the movie could have been a lot shorter Um, sometimes the camera stares at the wall and it's really distorted and there's a lot of sizzle and then it's almost like you feel like maybe your mind's playing tricks on you and you're going to see something or maybe you miss something or like you keep waiting for like some spooky shit that didn't really, but there were some definite spooky scenes when the kid came in and the mom was like looking right at the bed. That part was definitely scary. I was like, Oh shit, what's <clears throat> going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did some great parts with that with zero payoff. Yes. That was the problem. Absolutely was, no payoff the entire movie. Nothing fucking um, happened. Beautiful setups. Very disturbing, no payoff. It was just three hours of staring at a wall, and you're like, "What? <coughs> what's gonna happen? Is something gonna pop out? You're gonna see something?" And then, nope, on to the next scene. So I just spent ten years of my life staring at a wall for no reason. Yeah. I could have done that for free. Thank you. And it's it's two little kids, and I could not distinguish them very well on screen or their voices. So I was always a little bit confused about which kid was doing what. Yeah, so, I don't know. The other bummer movie, for me, was Infinity Pool. Mm. Because the trailer, those masks looked fucking rad. And that was another movie where, like, uh, I felt the ending was not a good payoff. Um, I agree. I had really high hopes for Infinity Pool. It, uh, It sounded amazing. And... Um, it had very interesting. It had a very interesting idea. It had very interesting um, scenes, but it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, you're telling me. I'm sure at this point people have seen it, so spoilers. But um, you're telling me that if you could like infinitely do bad things and never get caught and just have like the money to, you know, um, just walk freely. Because that was the idea, right? You do a million um, bad things, and then what was it that they do? They pretend to like 
kill you off, but you have, like, a new identity or something. Yeah, I think so. And then you're telling me that you have that power and that ability, and the worst thing you're going to do is rob a house? Come on now. Do yeah. some Do some drugs and rob a house? <laughs> it felt like it was going to be very decadent <laughs> and deranged and, yeah. and um, like, this evil, sinister yeah. brutality, and then, like, it uh, was, like... Let's go rob this house. Yeah. Okay. Clockwork Orange is more decadent and brutal than this movie was. And let's go fuck each other after. Yeah. Uh, The other big bummer movie for me was The Pope's Exorcist. Literally garbage. Um, (laughs) Some really good acting. And then just CGI bullshit. Just absolute CGI bullshit. I'm going to be real honest. I wasn't really following the story there. I got real bored. Yeah, that was not a good one. Um, I think those were the worst ones I remember seeing. You know what movie also had a lot of potential, at least for me? <clears throat> was probably Cobweb. Oh, Cobweb, yeah. I enjoyed it, but I wanted more story. Well, it kind of felt like it ended where they could make a part two. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Do you think? Maybe. I mean, why not? I mean, fucking Jason has 30 movies. Or Halloween is... But they're all the same movie, so... Yeah, they could, they could do another cobweb. Um, I guess moving into like the better realm, Thanksgiving, which probably should have been called uh, Black Friday because it had nothing to do with Thanksgiving. It was a fun watch, but it was a lot of <coughs> um, continuity errors that kind of bugged me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess spoiler warning: the lady getting cooked in the oven, I thought was the most brutal scene in the entire movie. But what about the trampoline one? That looked like it hurt. The trampoline one was good. The but the the lady of the oven where you see like her skin like desiccating and fucking cooking and I thought they did a really good special effects job on that one. Well speaking of goofier <clears throat> well on the side of goofier, um I genuinely enjoyed Winnie the Pooh. Blood and honey. It was horrible. Just not great. A lot of continuity errors in that one, too. But holy shit, it was a fun watch. And I can't wait for the fucking um, Steamboat Willie movies. Oh, they're doing another <laughs> Blood and Honey. Tigger's coming out. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it was it was a... Tigger can do some damage, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, Blood and Honey, um, it did not feel like as cheap as like... Uh, like a Sharkula or a, a Frankenshark or like something um, like that. Not even close. Yeah. You could tell it was rushed. Uh, it didn't have a big budget, but it, it still stayed fun. A lot of the kills were still bloody. Um, the car running over the head was fucking brutal. Beautiful. Um, and uh, why, Pooh, why? <laughs> when it, what's his name? Robinson Crusoe. What's his name? Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. Crying about it. That was fun. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that one. <clears throat> Renfield. Oh, Renfield was amazing. Love Renfield. Yeah, we got to see Renfield before it came out, and then we went back and saw it again. Uh, I think the first time we saw it, not all the special effects were in it, right? No. <clears throat> it was not finished. Yeah, and that one, I really enjoyed that one. I, I, I uh, We saw it for free, and, and we liked it so much we went back and paid to see it. Yes, but we're also <clears throat> a little bit of cage heads, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, interesting, I, I didn't think uh, Nicolas Cage was really that over top in the movie compared to like the the other over top stuff that was going on in the movie. 
Absolutely fantastic Dracula. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Great job, Nick Cage. <clears throat> Haunted Mansion, another movie we got to see before it came out and before all the special effects were put into it. And then we got to see we then we went back and saw it again. And they actually did some changes to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a fun movie. Um, yeah. I wish it had more of the musical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bummed out that um, Constance Hatchaway didn't have a bigger role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a big Hatbox Ghost fan. Yeah. And so uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I like that one too. Um, I don't think it was good enough that they need to be moving the hunt the the go the at the haunted mansion they're moving the hatbox ghost around but we'll see gotta go on that ride again and see if uh, they're moving him around makes it more fun oh. I didn't know that yeah um, let's see what else did we see uh, Evil Dead Rise that one was okay yeah it was it was all right um, I was a little worried because you, you it's the the evil uh, mom trying to eat her kids. Um, and so you realize, like, you know, let's say there's mom, there's the aunt, and there's two kids. Is this going to be, you know, an hour and a half of mom chasing around these three knuckleheads? Uh, no, she kills a lot of the neighbors and stuff, so uh, I enjoyed it. The, the chainsaw and all that stuff at the end was pretty cool. Um, still not as cool as the, the, the original first two, but it was a lot of fun. The originals? Uh, yeah, Evil Dead 1 and 2. I'm sure during your time those were <clears throat> scary. No, they're just fun. Mm. Those are those are movies we would rent like every weekend and just watch them over and over and over and over again. Subjective. <clears throat> I prefer the remake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Scream Six. Mm. So I don't I, know, man. I don't know what's happening with that franchise. That <laughs> yeah, fell apart. Um, and I'll say it. I'll say it right fucking now. Uh, the, the the two main actresses walked away. The whole fucking movie sounds like it's falling apart. The Well, let's talk about Six first, right? Um, I enjoyed Scream Six up until the last five minutes when they took away all the important kills. Uh, everybody comes back. Everybody lives. It fucking ruined it. Yeah. Um, seeing main characters die is is like holy shit like who's gonna survive a scream movie and knowing that like all the main characters are gonna make it because they're just too precious no man kill them off in fact if you really want to surprise me kill the main fucking character off right away i'm tired of final girl movies that go on for 30 fucking movies kill them give me something fresh give me something new that said with the lead actors having or actresses having left scream seven Maybe it's time to go full motherfucking meta and make a stab movie. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I want to see a fucking stab movie. Hell yeah. Let's get a stab movie. <clears throat> okay. Oh, tell me how you really feel about <laughs> Yeah. I'm passionate about that one. Give me a fucking stab movie. Um, Saw X, number 10. Okay. Probably one of my top movies <clears throat> of 2023. Maybe I'm a little biased. I don't give a fuck. I'm all about the Saw franchise. Uh, this one was really good. This one was really good. Um, I didn't think the tortures were as ingenious as the other ones, but they were still brutal and effective. Uh, the girl sawing her own leg off was uh, yeah, that pretty was gnarly. Great. That was a good first um, <clears throat> trap, I guess. But the movie just in general was... 
brilliantly done, I feel like. And they did a really great job humanizing John, which is not somebody that you want to feel empathy for, but you really did. You yeah. know? Um, this was the... Where, where Saw movies might get, you, you know, uh, accused of being, like, torture porn. This is one where... What do you have against torture oh, porn? I, I, nothing, <laughs> but, like, but people will say, like, it's, it's just torture porn. There's no plot. There's no character development. Oh, there development. is so much plot. Yeah, and, and, and this one, there was, like, a ton of character development. There was plot. There was uh, brutal... Um, uh, what do you call them? Traps? What, what would you call his things? Puzzles? Traps? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was really, really good. I, I really enjoyed 10. Looking forward to the next one. <clears throat> um, what do you think? Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um, it was fine. <clears throat> I liked it. I wouldn't say it was like one of my tops or anything, but I, I, I don't have like bad things to say about it, you know? Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I don't think it was a Dracula movie. It was a great vampire movie, but I don't. It did not give me real Dracula feels. Um, Dracula is pretty much a monster, like a physical monster through the entire thing. He's never like a person, uh-huh. uh, which is I think part of what takes away from it being a Dracula movie. Uh-huh. Um, but I enjoyed it, and I, and I have a bet they're going to make a part two to that one because I think it did well. Uh, knock at the cabin door. I don't know if everyone could consider that a horror movie. But, uh, 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 well, it was like a psychological thriller, kind yeah. of. Yeah. I really liked it. <clears throat> yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. Um, Dave Bautista, fucking that guy. Yeah. I haven't seen him in anything bad, so. He's got some chops, that one. <clears throat> Who'd have known? Who'd have known? Um, dang, did we see anything else? Um, I don't know. <laughs> well. There's so many. <laughs> Satanic Hispanics. Oh, uh, I know you like that one. Yeah, I, I think probably most people haven't even heard of it. It's an anthology horror movie. It was an indie one. Um, I think there's five parts to it, so kind of like Creepshow. Um, all Hispanic um, writers and directors for each one. And uh, I really, 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 really fucking enjoyed it. Hammer of Zanzibar, baby. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And some of it was filmed local for us. It was some of it was filmed at Mr. Museum in Burbank. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, it should be coming to Shutter uh, early 2024. Um, and then my favorite movie of the whole year oh. was Talk to Me. Really, that was your favorite one? Yeah, I, I thought it was. Uh, it was very different than everything else. Looking forward to the second one. Um, I don't think it was like like super super great, but it was so unique compared to like all the horror movies that have been coming out in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, the 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 effects were fucking spot on when that kid's face got smashed to shit. Uh, was fucking great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the second one. How, how did you like uh, talk to me? Um, I liked it. I liked the idea of it. Um, I, it was an enjoyable watch. Um, I do like the way it ended. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was an interesting ending. Um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it was good. I yeah. wasn't crazy about it like you are. Yeah. Good, good twists and turns. I, I'd like to see it again. Um, 
Like it, it wasn't like the greatest horror movie I've ever done. I just thought it was super unique to um, the last bunch of years of horror movies and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the story probably could have been shorter. It probably could have been part of an anthology um, where they could have told like you know three different stories about this possessed mummified hand. That might have been neat, but maybe that'll be part three. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, did we watch Dark Harvest? We did not. Though I was really, I read the book and I was really looking forward to seeing that. We one. didn't watch Dark Harvest. We did not. Oh, we should because I really, really enjoyed the book for Dark Harvest. Mm, I'm going through a list of the movies that came out, and um, just in case we missed one. But, damn, there's a few that we didn't watch, unfortunately. Godzilla Minus One, I really want to see, but I think it's coming out in black and white very soon. So I'd really like to go see that one. Go, go, Godzilla! Mm. Yeah, Dark Harvest, I would have liked to have seen that. Well, we could still watch, um, and we just need to figure out where, you know, we can watch it. Yeah. Wait, that came out last year? Yep. Um, okay, Last Voyage, what the heck is that? Um, yeah, I think we saw all of the, like, major ones. Do you remember any that we saw that were, like, maybe just, like, a random movie on Hulu or Netflix or something? Did, did we watch Hatching last year? Or was that the year before? I think we watched Hatchling last year. Well, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, Hatchling. If you get a chance, check that one out. That was another really weird slow burn. I, I enjoyed that one. Also, the monster thing was the cutest. Oh, that, that <laughs> creepy bird monster thingy? When it was looking like a bird, not when it started looking like the child. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I don't know, that's strange. But when it was a freaky bird-looking thing, it was cute. Yep. Anyway, enough of that. Want to pop open some uh, Eric Pigger's box and take a look at what we got inside this year? I sure do. All right, let me pull it out. Every year, Eric Pigger's does a Halloween box of spooky surprises. And every year we get it and unbox it on the podcast. I think this is the third or fourth one we've done. I hope there's a Mad Libs. The last one, I had Mad Libs on that was amazing. Give me a pen just in case there. <laughs> Are you already reaching for one? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And if you want to check out uh, Eric Pigger's stuff, check out ToxicTunes.com. Um, that's where all his crazy, wild, mad monster stuff pops up on. You'll probably recognize his art. He's done stuff for Metallica and um, Psycho Charger and a bunch of other cool bands. Alright, here we go. Is there a shirt in there? No, oh, I think it's the bag. Oh. Oh. Ooh, a witch. And a ghost and a skeleton. Tote bag. What is this, a poster? I think so. Poster inside. Oh, thank you. Um, what is this poster of? Happy Halloween. Oh, isn't that cute? That's pretty rad. Some ghouls. Uh, vampire girl. 
some Brainiac ghoul with 3D goggles on, and a Frankenstein's monster. Ooh. Okay, let's open the tote bag. Alright, that's where all the super cool goodies are. Hold on. If there's any candy corn in the bag, it's fine. All yours. Bibs on the candy corn. No argument there. I can't do that, you do that. You got it. <laughs> oh, more boxes. And more packing peanuts. Oh, what is in this fun little goodie bag? Oh, what is this game called? Like a pinball machine? Oh, yes, a pinball machine. <laughs> Mm, I win. <laughs> Some business cards. A lot of business cards, actually. And a postcard-ish. Give my cards to your fiends. You got it, Mr. Piggers. There you go. Hand that out to all your fiends. You got it. Okay. Oh my gosh, look at this patch. Oh, that's rad. This is cute. So another art print. It is trick-or-treaters taking a picture in the cemetery. Uncle Piggers, Secret Society of Fiends. Oh, that's, that's rad. rad. That's very cool. I like cool. that. Look at the pins. Oh, there's one with Herman and Lily on it. There's a whole pack of awesome uh, buttons. And a witch with pumpkin boobs. <laughs> Aww. Aww. She's cute. Oh my gosh, look! Oh, beware of hitchhiking ghosts. Uh, Hatbox ghost? Sticker, it's a sticker. It's a sticker? Yeah, it's a sticker. That was a patch. That's super rad. Ooh, okay. Joke. What's a monster's favorite cheese? A monster's favorite cheese? I don't know what. A monster. Is that how you say that? Cheese? Monster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Munster. And, neat little fact, my family's from Munster, Ireland. Is that right? Yep, we got super Munster blood. What is this? Okay, oh. what monster plays tricks on Halloween? Who? Frankenstein. Frankenstein? There's a book of I love uh, world's worst monster jokes. Oh, hell yeah, we're going to go through that in just a <clears> second. <throat> oh, what is this? A cutout wall display. Oh, there's a cutout wall display of a... Cackling Witch. There's also a Fright Night CD of cool tunes. Recorded in Dedophonic. Groovy. You get this art print. It's a it's Eddie Monster. Yeah, but that's not the rest of them. <laughs> no. It's his it's his friends from a, a playground. And a popsicle stick. And a I wonder if that's for a reason. Please tell me there is Mad Libs in here. Is it just jokes or is it like an activity book? It, I mean, you can color it, I guess. Well, let me see. I'm going to say a few jokes from each page, okay? Oh, it's the popsicle stickers for the witch. Yes. So you, put, uh, you wear it like a mask. Uh-huh. That's pretty neat. Um. What's the vampire's favorite sport? What? Casketball. Basketball, nice. 
Um, I'm gonna go through this real quick to see if there's Mad Libs. This is a lot of jokes. Holy shit. Yep, that's a super cool book. Did he come up with all these himself? I hope so. Ooh, vampire jokes. A whole <coughs> page dedicated to vampire jokes. All right. Are we ready? Let's shoot. Why did the vampire need mouthwash? Why? Because she had bat breath. What does a vampire never order at a restaurant? Garlic? Oh, besides that. Uh, what? <laughs> a steak sandwich. Oh, well played. <laughs> uh, what, how does a female vampire flirt? Oh, tell me. She bats her eye. <laughs> That's... Actually, I like that one. Yeah, that was cute. Hmm. Hmm. Ooh, zombie jokes. Want to hear zombie jokes? Let's hear I zombie jokes. I don't see a page for werewolf jokes. I think most werewolf jokes are pull my finger. There's witch jokes, ghost jokes, um, mummy jokes. Well, let's hear a mummy joke. I hear, um, okay, let's see here. Uh, I see a good one. No! Um, <laughs> wait. Uh, where is it? Oh, why do mummies never go on vacation? Why? Because they're afraid to unwind. Nice. What is the best job for a mummy during the holidays? What? A gift wrapper. What's a monster's favorite kind of bean? A monster's favorite kind of bean? Mm-hmm. Don't tell me. A monster's favorite kind of bean. It's not a jelly bean. Monster bean. Monster's favorite bean. A toe bean. Some some type of gross situation. Definitely gross situation. It's a <laughs> human bean. Ha 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 ha. Very funny. <laughs> human beans are the musical fruit. <laughs> Look, there's mortician jokes. Oh my god. What is a mortician joke? Um, okay, this isn't really a joke. I, I mean, I guess it is. I work as a mortician and recently had a case of an unidentified murder victim who was killed in a bakery. I had to mark him down as a John Doe in the file. Get it, Doe? John Doe. <laughs> very, very good. Should we hear a ghost joke? Let's hear a ghost joke. Hmm, what do ghosts eat for dinner? What do ghosts eat for dinner? Spooketti. <laughs> Spooky, I like that. What is a spook's favorite ride? What? A roller ghoster. I want to ride a roller ghoster. You do? No, I'm scared of roller ghosters. Okay, let's hear a witch joke. Yes. Um. <clears throat> what do you call a group of Amish witches? What? A Dutch oven. <laughs> no Dutch ovens here, thank you. Um, let's see here. Um, we're getting real close to the end and I'm not seeing any Mad Libs. <gasps> There's werewolf jokes! Oh, let's hear a werewolf joke. Okay. Uh, 
What do you call the monster in your pants? Don't go there. <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> the underwerewolf. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call you. You're going to be the underwerewolf from now on. <laughs> um, where do werewolves hate shopping? Where? The flea market. Yes. <laughs> this looked like it would be a lot of fun to uh, color. Yeah. Well, that was it. It was, a, it was all just jokes. No Mad Libs. No candy corn? No, unfortunately oh. not. Okay. And that is it for the Pickers box. Okay. And, uh... That's going to be all there is for this episode. Thanks for tuning in, and hope you enjoyed all the ghosties and ghoulies from last Halloween with us. Until next time, same bat time, same bat channel.